0: And welcome to another episode of the Global Storytime Podcast, where every two weeks, I bring you a folktale from a different country or culture so that we can get to know that place better. I'm your host, Diane Strand. This week, we're going to China. Up top, I want to say Happy Lunar New Year to all who celebrate. This is the year of the ox. The Chinese Lunar New Year started on February 12th, and ends on the 27th, and I said Chinese Lunar New Year because, of course, other countries like Vietnam celebrate it too, but their celebrations only last three days. If you've already listened to this week's story, Auntie Tigress, you might be interested in learning more about China, which is probably why you're here. But if you haven't listened to the story yet, go check it out. It's a great tale. To start learning about China, let's find it on a map. I don't think that I've featured another country that is as easy to find on a map than China. It is the largest country on the Asian continent and is bordered by a whopping 13 countries and 3 seas. I'm going to list them going clockwise and starting from Mongolia, which is nestled in the north center of the country. Next is Russia, then North Korea, the Yellow Sea, the East China Sea, the South China Sea, Vietnam, Laos, Myanmar, India, Bhutan, Nepal, Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Kazakhstan. China also contains some semi autonomous islands like Taiwan to the east and Hong Kong to the southeast. As mentioned, China is the largest country on the continent of Asia, And at 3.7 million miles squared, it's also the third largest country in the world. It's just slightly smaller than Canada and slightly bigger than the United States. If you thought the size was big, get a hold of the population. The population of China is 1.4 billion people. That's over four times the population of the United States. And as you can guess, China is the most populous country in the world. The capital of China is Beijing, which is the ninth largest city in the world, and its population is just over 20 million people. The history of China is a long one, as it is home to the longest continuous civilization in the world. I was a little intimidated approaching this, but I've tried to distill it down a bit. There is fossil evidence of human skeletons and stone tools dating back to 80,000 BC. As the civilization started to develop and the country formed, there were a series of dynasties who ruled and expanded the empire. Here's a quick history of them. The first dynasty was the Shang dynasty and they ruled in 1600 BC. This era is credited with advancements in astronomy, and in math. Next was the Chen Dynasty, who ruled around 200 BC, and this is where the name China comes from. This is considered the first empire in the entire world, and they accomplished a lot. They unified the writing systems into one alphabet. They unified the different types of money from around the empire into one currency. They built a 500-mile-long highway through the Ziwu Mountains, And they started the construction of the Great Wall that is in the north of the country, and that is still standing today. And some of you may have heard about the terracotta warriors that were buried with the Qin Emperor Ying Zhang. He had 13,000 clay warriors and horses built along with a huge underground complex for his burial site. A museum that I used to work for had a special exhibit of the terracotta warriors, and I got to see them in person, and it was very, very cool. The Han Dynasty came next in 200 AD, and this is when the Silk Road was created, a trade route that stretched all the way from Europe to Asia, allowing countries from Europe to China to trade with one another. They traded things like spices and silk and gold and ivory and wood. Paper was also invented at this time, and the first book was written. Starting around the year 600 was the relatively short Sioux Dynasty, During this time, Buddhism was becoming the major religion of the area, and literature flourished. It's thought that this is when the legend of Mulan was written. Next was the Tang Dynasty that lasted for about 300 years until the year 900, and was considered a golden era of peace. They also had the only woman ruler in the history of China, Empress Wu Zetian. The next 300 years were ruled by the Song Dynasty. This is when gunpowder, the printing press, paper money, and the compass was invented. Then, around 1300, China had its first non-Chinese ruler. The Yuan Dynasty was established by the Mongol Empire, formerly started by Genghis Khan and the dynasty was ruled by Kublai Khan, who was Genghis's grandson. The second-to-last dynasty was the Ming Dynasty, that ruled for 300 years, ending in the mid-1600s. The Ming Dynasty finished the construction of the Great Wall and built a huge palace in Beijing called the Forbidden City, where emperors lived for the next 500 years. The very last dynasty was the Qing Dynasty, that ruled from 1644 to 1912. During this time, there were a lot of wars with Britain, France, Russia, and Germany. This is when Hong Kong left China's rule and became part of the British Empire. Hong Kong later went back to China in 1997. The dynasty ended when the last emperor gave up his title and the country entered a brand new period of becoming a republic with socialist rule. That's a pretty quick overview of a long period of time, and I left out a lot But I think I've given you a good base from which to continue with your own research if you're interested. Now for languages spoken in China. There are hundreds of languages in China, which is both surprising to me and actually not that surprising when I think about it. All I've ever heard about the languages in China is that there's Mandarin and Cantonese. But I never really considered that Chinese is a language group, and Mandarin and Cantonese are just the most widely spoken languages in that group. And of course, because China has a number of autonomous regions within its border, like Inner Mongolia and Tibet, that have their own languages, and shares borders with 13 countries that speak different languages, and European countries like Portugal and Great Britain colonize parts of China, There are a ton of different languages spoken in the country. The official national language is referred to as standard Mandarin, which originated in central China and Beijing. There are 14 other official languages that are predominantly spoken in different parts of the country, like Cantonese, which is spoken in southeastern China and Hong Kong and the island of Macau. And then there's Bangalore, that is spoken in the far western part of the country just to mention two of them. The last thing I want to point out is that since the island of Macau was under different levels of Portuguese rule until 1999, Portuguese is one of the official languages for that island. And of course, English is commonly spoken among people who work in international business. On to religions practice in China. Freedom of religion is written into the constitution. However, the government says that it gets to control what they consider quote-unquote, normal religious activities, and the state promotes atheism. As a result, many religious groups, like Christians and weaker Muslims, have faced severe discrimination. According to a 2014 survey from the China Family Panel Studies, 81% of the population is recorded as not following any organized religion. However, most do follow traditional practices from folk religions and philosophies like Confucianism and Taoism. And this is where celebrations like the Lunar New Year and the Dragon Boat Festival and the Mid-Autumn Festivals come in. About 16 percent of the population follow Buddhism, 2.5 percent are Christian, and 0.5 percent are Muslim. Moving on to the national food of China. As mentioned, China is huge, and as a result, it has very diverse cuisine throughout the country. However, the internationally recognized national food is Peking duck. It is a dish that originated in Beijing and it's known for its crispy golden skin and is eaten with savory pancakes, sweet bean sauce, spring onion, and cucumber. And for the national sport, China doesn't have an official national sport, but table tennis or ping pong is the most popular sport. And it is no surprise that China has more table tennis players than any other country. Table tennis was actually thought to be invented by British soldiers stationed in India in the 1800s when they would stack some books in the middle of a table and then they would just try to whack a golf ball back and forth over them. The name ping pong comes from the sound that the ball makes when it hits the paddles and the table. And the game has also been referred to as a whiff whaff which I suppose is the sound that the paddle makes as you swing it through the air. And now let's end with a fun fact. A food that might be a staple in your fridge originated in China. Can you guess what it is? You might like it with your french fries or hot dogs or hamburgers. It's ketchup. The original ketchup was really like a fermented fish sauce and went by the name katsiup in the Hokkien dialect of Chinese. The British explorers encountered it in the 1700s and tried to recreate it in the UK. They tried to make it with oysters and mushrooms and all sorts of stuff until a scientist in Philadelphia created a recipe that had a tomato base. So the food has gone through many, many iterations, but the name has stayed the same. And that's it for this episode of Let's Learn About China. I hope you learned something. I know I certainly did. Of course, if you want even more information about China or any of the countries that I highlight, follow the pod on Facebook or Instagram at Global Storytime Podcast. You can always email me at globalstorytimepodcast at gmail.com. And please, if you haven't already rated and reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Diane Strand. Until next time. Bye. Mas